What's good, everybody? What's good? It's your boy, the real Rob Diggy, in the building for episode six in the new millennium. We're still in the 2000s, and we have made our way back to my hometown of Atlanta, Georgia, and we're talking about Mr. Jonathan Smith, otherwise known as Lil John. Y'all know who he is, the Eastside Boys well. Big Sam Lil Bo uh, made a tremendous imprint on hip hop, hip hop culture in the new millennium and uh, lots of great things going on uh, across uh, just worldwide, across sports. You know, if you're a sports fan of Atlanta, uh, it's one of the few times where the Braves won and the Falcons won. Like, oh, my God, like this is so dope. Like, so I'm, I'm decked out today. Uh, hopefully we keep the momentum going. And y'all already know how we do, you know, on my podcast. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely going to pour one up. Y'all already know what this is going into this bottle. Y'all already know what it is, man. We ain't got to ask no questions. I'm going to do a quick cheers from my Atlanta sports teams real quick. And the guest that I have on me, uh, with me, rather, for today's show is Capo, a.k.a. the General of Atlanta. Now, I just got to talk to Capo a little while ago, and it, it appears that if you don't know who Capo is and you are living in the city of Atlanta, uh, you might need to reevaluate yourself if you consider yourself an artist. It's definitely someone that is plugged in to the city of Atlanta, knows the heartbeat, knows about everything that's going on. He's been a radio personality between here and Miami. He's done internet radio. He's done A&R. This brother has done it all. And now, mainly right now, his focus is right now, uh, from talking to him a little few minutes ago backstage, is working on developing independent artists. So he's doing a lot for music, doing a lot for hip-hop, hip-hop music, hip-hop culture. And without further ado, I want you all to meet Capo the general of Atlanta, Georgia. Let's bring this brother in. Capo, what's good, brother? Talk to the folks. What's good? Uh, and uh, go ahead and introduce yourself one time, my homie. What's good? Yo, yo, man, what's going on, man? I appreciate you uh, tuning in, man. I appreciate you having me on this platform. You got to know it's your boy, Capo, AR The Streets, DJ Capo, Capo ENT, whichever one you want to call me. You just don't call me out my name. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm I'm about to to name. I want to give a pull up, too. Bird, man, salute, my dude, salute, salute. Love, love to have, love to have the homies have pour up for me, man. I love. I hate it when people be drinking alone on my show, man. I hate that stuff, man. That made me feel bad. Like, man, I can't be the only one drinking on the show, man. Making me look bad up here. Shout out to you, moms. I know you watching. I love you. But we talking about Mr. What? What? Yeah, Little John in the building. All right, let me run down the facts, and then we're gonna get into the discussion about Little John. So Lil John doesn't have a lot of awards, but his impact is humongous, ladies and gentlemen, humongous. So without that being said, he is a one-time Grammy Award, one-time Video Music Award from MTV, one-time American Music Award. Uh, we're going to focus on his contributions and his music within the 2000s. He put out three albums, uh, the gold one, which is Put Your Hood Up. Released in May of 2001, which is a gold album, uh, which has the title track, Put Your Hood Up, Be A Be A, Be A Be A Remix, Who You With. It's, it's, it's Atlanta to the fullest extent. All right. And then a couple of years, uh, actually a year later, October 2002, he put out a uh, two time platinum, The Kings of Crunk, where I don't give a F with Mystical, Crazy Bone, Rep Your City with E40, Petey Pablo, Bun B, 8 Ball. It seems like 8 Ball and NJG were always hanging, hanging around in the studio with Lil John. Play No right. Games featuring Fat Joe with Trick Daddy. And of course, Get Low with the Yin Gang Twins. Ah, you already know what it is. Um, and actually, Another known, unknown fact about the Kings of Crunk is the Kings of Crunk was the highest selling independent album between 2003 
2004. So they were ruling the independent market in the middle 2000s. And then what Lil John and the Eastside Boys did is release, uh, release, release their uh, four mic album from the source, Crunk Juice, one of my favorite albums from them. Uh, two oh. times platinum released in November 2004. Y'all know the hits. Uh, it starts out with Get Crunk. Uh, what you gonna do? Real nigga roll call with Ice Cube, Lovers of Friends, with Usher and Luda. I mean, I can go down the list. I mean, we already know all the hits. Check that thing out with the Neptunes. And one of my favorites was the grand finale when he brings in MCs from all over the United States to include Jada, Nas. Uh, I think Ice Cube was on there. Bun B drops a verse on there. It is absolutely incredible the way he ends that album. And that is the premise, ladies and gentlemen, for our discussion about Little John this afternoon so capo glad to have you boy brother we got the general in the building man a salute to you homie salute to you your movement everything you're doing for my hometown my city and my first question for you my good sir is what does little john mean to hip-hop in your interpretation let's start with that um i, th- I believe little john means everything to hip-hop uh, people might not want to give him his recognition um, like you said he hasn't won many awards but um at this particular time frame and era, uh, Lil John was a ringleader as far as all the situations in the culture of music. He featured on everybody's song, every situation. You can go to any club without hearing Lil John. Um, he's very diverse. Um, he opened up many aspects of different music. It doesn't matter, like I said, when I say any club, I just don't mean in black clubs. Yeah. Caucasian right. clubs, whatever, whatever, whatever style of music as far as that you thought of, he, he opened he, he opened up and did every aspect. So he, did, he, was, he just did subjugate subjugate himself to one crowd of demographic of music. You feel what I'm saying? Sure. So extremely smart, um, dope individual. And like I said, set the tone as far as in Atlanta, created a whole different wave and style of music. So with, with that in mind, uh, Capo, is it it's Capo, correct? I want to make sure I pronounce your name correctly. I want to I get it mixed up. So to go along with that, you know, Lil John and Eastside Boys are responsible for coining the phrase or subgenre of hip hop music called crunk music. What is crunk music? Well, it depends upon who you ask. Um, some would say it's get rowdy. It's a lot of chanting. It's a lot of hype. It's a very lot of just very energetic. Get your butt up off your seat kind of music is what is feel good music. And it's very um, it, it's just electric is what it is. I, I mean, and like I said, that's coming from my interpretation. But some and here I'm saying some here to, to what Capital was mentioning. Some people do feel like crunk music destroyed the foundation of what hip hop is supposed to be like. I necessarily don't agree with that, but I do want to hear what Capo's opinion is about this because, and I, and I, I want to hear this from Capo because Capo has been a, a radio DJ for a long time as well, or radio personality playing different musics from all kinds of artists from all over the world. And Capo, what were some of the things that you were hearing about? Do you feel that uh little John was getting a, just a little bit of slack from the hip hop community of destroying rap music or what is your take on that? Me, me, um, just kind of studying the roots as far as hip hop and watching, you know, how hip hop kind of evolved and things of that nature. I, I feel like hip hop and hip hop nowadays, everything evolves. So I don't think that we should just be, you know, because I know, you know, how back in the day people talk about oh, this is not real hip hop and all this and that. Yeah. Um, hip hop grows. I feel like we're no different than anything through time and evolution. So it's always going to be different styles of variation, regardless if it's people feel like if it's real hip hop or not. I feel like hip hop is a culture. Um, it being a culture, that means no different than our colors. It comes in all different shades, styles, or variations. Love that. Um, especially 
uh, in my opinion, different people, of course, are going to express it in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like this opens up the gateways, the gateway for a different style of hip hop. Uh, crunk music, again, is still hip hop. It's rap. Um, like you said, it's, it's, it's that kick, get off your ass, turn up, feel good music. Um, and it, it wasn't really per se about Lil John's, you know, of course, you know, he had lyrics on the song, but it was his beats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The beats go crazy. The beats, you know, make, it's going to make you nod your head, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. automatically. So um, that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, again, I can see how some of the old heads, um, I got a little older now, but the people a little older than me felt like how, you know, this isn't real hip hop and all this and that. But again, a lot of the old heads are not where they need to be right now because, of course, they haven't, you know, networked with the younger generation or getting features that they need to get that booking rate that they need to get. Yeah. So, again, um, hip hop, like I said, I believe is just a variation of all, all aspects, um, not just one. Uh, so, again, it's just the creativity through the aspect of the individual. I'm expressing myself through hip hop. I love that interpretation Uh Capo. And the reason why I love it is because one of the key things or key words that you use was evolution. It is the evolution of hip hop. Hip hop is interpreted in different regions down in the South. Little John took his interpretation and made it crunk music, which is fucking phenomenal. Right. I mean, I mean, he talked about music for the clubs. He talked about chanting. I mean, I mean, some of the strip clubs in Atlanta owe Little John a check, too. But we're not going to get into that. Uh, you definitely made, made music for all genres, like uh, Capo mentioned. Uh, didn't matter if it was a uh, no the, the hip hop clubs, the pop clubs, any top forty club, any club you went to during that time, you heard yeah, and you heard uh, what was it uh, to the window to the wall, you know what I'm saying? What uh, get low? So you heard those everywhere, right? Because those are crossover hits. And that is what catapulted Lil John to the stratosphere. And he continued to ascend, right? He's not only, he's still relevant, ladies and gentlemen. It is 2021. Lil John is still relevant in music. That is crazy to me. That is crazy. Uh, he right. was able to be a chameleon there. And, and, and no, he, of course, is not really doing much of crunk music anymore, but he's still relevant doing EDM, as me and Kappa was talking about backstage. Uh, but during the 2000s, this brother was everywhere. Whether he was on the mic himself, if he was producing for somebody else, the brother was, he was the go-to man for about three years straight. And I'm not even BSing y'all. For about three years straight, Little John was everywhere. Everybody was going to Little John for beats. Everybody was going to Little John for a feature. Sure. Like he was the man for about three years straight. And he ruled the South. He ruled hip hop. And the reason why that I want to recognize him on this platform is because he is a slice. He is a piece of that history. Um, he is a part of a, a, a reason uh, a lot, a lot of young young rappers even today um, got either got put on or got put on to hip hop is because of Little John, uh, and mainly from my hometown city of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, he is he is he's right. like a he is like a I want to say the mayor, maybe the co-mayor, because we'll say Jermaine Dupree's the mayor. We'll give him that title. But if he had a co-mayor, it definitely would be Little John for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like the governor. I don't know what you call him, Capo. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. he got to get some kind of title. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Uh, let me so, ask you a question. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's your question. Um, who do you who do you think, as far as right now in the city of Atlanta, who is kind of trying to bring that particular sound back at and with, with this particular generation in the city of Atlanta? Good that question. Good question. Good question. Who right, now, John, of course, who right now? Which um, is who's trying to, 
No, good, great question. Very rare somebody asked me a question on the platform. So I appreciate that, brother. Um, I don't know if anybody is going to... Well, here's the one thing I got about that, Capo. When you think about crunk music and bringing back, I don't know anybody that's bring the energy back. Like, it's, that's really, really hard to emulate the energy. Right. Um, but what I will say is um, one of the ones, the young brother that I admire right now is Lil Baby. And I say Lil Baby because... He's from Atlanta. He's authentic. He's not as crunk, I would say, as Lil John. But his okay. imprint, his imprint, uh, the brother's uh, savviness and the way that he can any and and what I respect about him is him as an MC. I respect his uh, his skills on the mic. So that would be my pick. But I wouldn't say that he's bringing crunk music back. But you got to remember, Capo, I have not lived in the city of Atlanta in a very long time. So your answer is probably going to be 100% different from mine. So I'll ask you that same question, my good sir. Who do you think okay. is bringing back crunk music in Atlanta that I don't, that I am not aware of, or my audience is not aware of? Um, from what, of course, I've been hearing and been seeing, uh, the only artist as far as right now, which is, of course, another quality control artist, is uh, Deuce Deuce. Um, I don't know if you have you heard of him. I have not. I need to. Sounds like I need to. Sounds yeah. like yeah. I need to. Okay. That's yeah. what's up. Deuce, Deuce. Deuce. Uh, you know, he also has a record called Crunk Ain't Dead. Um, so he's really been de dedicating all his music to bringing crunk music back. And, you know, of course, it's, it's, it's dope. Um, I definitely rock with it. But that's pretty much the only artist that I see right now that still had bringing that same variation as Little John. So that's why I say Little John's. That's, that's why I said music always has its cycle. Whatever started always will, will matriculate and come back. No different than the artist doing the old school feature or, or on a record to kind of their breakout record or whatever a record because they do they normally do that because people are familiar with the sound. Yeah. So and people still sample some of Little John's uh, records and things to this day. So it's like again, Little John's is more so behind the scenes on yeah. our side of what he's doing, more so on the scenes as it used to be back in the day. Uh, no different than we saw Little John on on, on the. Um, <laughs> on the uh, reality, reality uh, TV series a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like yeah. he's, he's on all different platforms, all different situations, so it's not just about the music. He's ascended on all different levels, of course, what you're supposed to do in this music industry. It's not absolutely, just about doing Absolutely, absolutely. You cannot, and, and that is, and to any artist or wants to, be, wants to become an artist, now, mind you, I'm not an artist. I always say that all the time, Kappa. I got to reiterate this every episode. I'm not an artist. I've never been an A&R. I've never been in the music industry whatsoever. I am just a fan, right? I'm just a fan uh, that started a podcast about hip hop. Now, with that in mind, though, if I were to give an artist advice, it would be that. Do not put yourself in a box. Be multifaceted. Do different things. If you can't rap, sing. If you can't sing, write music. There's so many ways that you can influence the culture without being in front of the scenes. And that is one of the things that I wanted to zero in on that. Uh, and Deuce Deuce, if you're listening, brother, you got a new fan. I'm definitely going to be following you, checking you out, and seeing if you're bringing back crunk music uh, back to the forefront, because uh, that, that that's a good look, uh, Capo. And I'm going to shout him out and hopefully have him on the platform and come on and talk to me and talk about how he's bringing back crunk music, because I miss it. I miss yeah. it. I miss it, man. I really do miss it, man. Like, it don't feel the same since Lil Jon has took, and taken off uh, and took that style with him, but... One of the last things that I want to ask you, uh, Capo, the general of Atlanta, I keep going back to that, man. I, I love that catchphrase. It's so dope, man. It's, it's just so dope. Is a long-lasting impression. So when you think about Little John's legacy, what legacy does Little John leave behind for hip-hop? Or is it emulated? Can you emulate what this man has done for hip-hop music? You can't. 
um, definitely won't be any other little, you know, little John. Um, there's only one. Um, his voice is, is, is like no other. Um, and the things that he's done, I believe, for hip hop definitely deserves an award, uh, regardless if you want to give it to him or not. Um, because he's left a stain in music. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I'm not going to say I'm offended. I, I was people say, oh, he's messed up hip hop. I don't, I don't realistically believe that because you got a lot of whack shit out here. If mm. you want to say that messed up hip hop, you feel what I'm saying? Word, word. Um, so we, we let's be real technical about it. So it's a lot of whack records and shit that's playing mainstream that should not be intermingled with hip hop at all. I, I 100% agree, brother. I 100% agree with that. But that's a that's a conversation for another day. But absolutely for right. sure. <laughs> but, 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 but again, that talks about the evolution of music. It's always going to be a different sound. Things change, and of course, is what the people like to with. So, um, but again, Lil John is that guy. Yeah, that's all I can say. Period. And, so and, like, and I, I agree with you, brother. And one of the the turning points, and for those of you that know me, know about. Uh, my relationship with the Source magazine. So I remember when the Source magazine released their rating um, on Crunk Juice and gave him four mics and people were flipping the hell out. Oh my God, Little John and the Eastside Boys, four mics from the Source magazine. So you can interpret that in one of two ways. Now we're talking about in 2004 when hip hop had, you know, we had uh, Jay-Z was still hot. You know, you know what I mean? You had Nas still kind of bubbling. Kanye West was Spring. on the rise. You know Spring what I'm saying? Bling. <laughs> yeah, bling, bling, you know what I mean? Like uh, everything. But, but then here comes this guy, Lil John and the Eastside Boys with a four mic album from the source, which means from the source community, they were like, OK, that's a dope ass album. A lot of people did not agree with that. I went back and that's one of the albums that I actually tend to go back to out of Lil John's catalog is Crunk Juice. That's one of my favorite ones. So I'm, I actually agree with the rating, but a lot of individuals in the hip hop community were like, nah, man, Lil John, he ain't hip hop, man. This ain't. This ain't right, you know. This he he ruining hip hop, and but I would I, I would challenge you all to think about that and where you were when you read that reading uh, or that uh, article in the Source magazine because I still have it. I still possess the magazine, the article itself, and in there they talk about how Lil John to what Capo is just mentioning. It, he uh, revolutionized how we listen to music, not only hip hop music but music in general. Lil John just was a visionary and said, you know what. And crunk music at that time, Capo was what it was. It was underground. It really wasn't a mainstream kind of thing. It was like you know, a, a, a kind of an Atlanta thing. But Little John brought crunk music to the world, and that he needs to get credit for. He's always going to be a staple in the hip hop community, and they need to give that man their flowers today. I don't, I don't care mm -hmm. what, what we're doing. Uh, I know that the hip hop awards were held in Atlanta this past weekend. Uh, Nelly got his flowers. Absolutely, I, I get it. He well deserving. We got to give Little John his as well too, because we tend to forget how much Little John has contributed to the city of Atlanta and to hip hop culture. Him and the East Side Boys as well too, man. So with that in mind, Capo, you get the last word on this, my good brother. Uh, what are your last thoughts on Little John? Man, you close the show out, man. Close us out, bro. Man, my last thoughts on Little John is because I'm just sitting here thinking. After Little John started his wave of crunk music, how many other artists start doing crunk music? Mm -hmm. From, from you got the little, little scrappies, you got the bone crushers, you got the archies, you got it's, it's, it's so many that started that particular crunk crunk realm. Also, of course, the record label Oom Camp got Baby yep. D. Yep. So it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of culture with this crunk music in Atlanta. Yeah. So again, Little John opened up the doorways for a lot of situations, a lot of people. Um, and still to this day, he's relevant. I feel like he is a musical genius. 
Um, that's my personal opinion. Because like I said, once you have the EDM crowd, you want a whole different level. That's a whole different fan base. Yeah. Generally, generally, even with EDM DJs versus a regular, you know, radio, top radio personnel DJs, nobody come out to see them. These folks are selling out stadiums for yes. one DJ. Yes, yes. So it's a, it's a, if y'all don't understand the different aspects as far as DJing and the levels, there is, there is no band. There is nobody in the background. It's only one person on stage, and that's that DJ rocking out 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people the whole time. Yes. yes. So, of course, that's what Lil John does. You feel what I'm saying? So it's a whole different situation um, that's outside of what he just does, but I'm, I'm just giving the examples so y'all know what's going on. Um, and like I said, he's still playing in clubs. All aspects. If anybody's playing in this club, go play, go to strip club, whatever club, they're still playing. The folks still going to buy their head to it. It's classic. He's part of the cultures here in the city of Atlanta, amongst others. Um, again, he opened up a different style of variation and a gateway for the hip hop culture here. Period. It, it just in, in hip hop period, but also here in the city of Atlanta. I would so definitely I agree. If, if there was, if there was a couple of, well, you know. We talked about this on the Outcast episode, how 3,000 got on the stage in 95 and said, the South got something to say, that's all I got to say. That was a moment in time for not only for the city of Atlanta, but for the South. But I think as we transition um, into hip hop in, in the South, you know, Lil John gets a staple on that as well, too, because Lil John also, like you mentioned, like you just said a little while ago, going into EDM, going into different aspects, selling out arenas, playing EDM music. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy right. to me, right? That, that, that is, that's mind right. blowing to me how, and he's on Twitch and he's doing, he's still doing shows. He's still relevant. He was on stage with right. Bia at the BT Awards I just watched last week. Like, right. and it's still, right. he's still around. He's still relevant. And I, if I ever met Lil John in person, I'll tell that brother, look, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done for, for me, for hip hop and for the home, my home city of Atlanta, Georgia, man. So that's all I got for this week, you guys. And how are you having closing things out? On every episode in season four is paying life and homage to the life and memory of Breonna Taylor. So, Capo, if you could join me uh, in a small chant for Breonna Taylor. So, please put your fist up in the air for me one time. And when I say justice for you, see, you say Breonna Taylor will do it three times. So, her life and memory is never, ever forgotten. So, one time, justice for Breonna Taylor. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Justice for. Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor. Rest in peace, my mom. We love you. Uh, let your soul continue to rest. Uh, and all the others that we have lost through the social injustice. It needs to stop, man. We got a lot of work to do. But Capo is our guest today. You get the stage, my good sir. Shout out, Portia, man. Who your shout is going to, big homie? Man, I guess I want to give a shout out, of course, you know, the one and only guy, my daughter, uh, people of the city of Atlanta. Shout out to, of course, my hometown, Atlanta. Uh, my second home, Miami. Uh, everybody that's pretty much that I rock with. I love y'all. And I want to give a big shout out to you too, man. Appreciate Salute, this platform. Man. Salute. Um, shout out to you and your wife. Uh, shout out to, to Marcy too as well. Um, I appreciate Word. you. Word, man. My shout out to you, Capo. Your, your hip-hop mind. Uh, your hip-hop movement. I mean, like like I mentioned, you guys, if you <laughs> if you are an independent artist right now, you're in the city of Atlanta, and you don't know who Capo, uh, the general of Atlanta is, you need to do your homework. Go connect with this guy. He's got some things he's got some knowledge capo we got to share knowledge with each other we don't do it enough man so tap in right. with this dude man he knows what he's talking about all right so we definitely got that plug uh, i'm definitely going to be uh tapping into deuce deuce i'm definitely listening to his stuff so thank you for that Most plug as well capo we're going to introduce deuce deuce to the audience also uh shout outs going to my kids 
Shout outs going to the city of Atlanta. Shout out to Lil John and the East Side Boys for the contributions to hip hop. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to everybody just staying safe and staying positive, man. I see a lot of the positive things going on. We got to continue that momentum. Be Take care of each other. Be good to each other, man. And, uh, and that's all I got this week. So next week, you guys, we're going back up north. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, one of my favorite hip hop artists, the F-A-B-O-L-O. Y'all know the rest. We'll talk about him next week. You all be safe, be good, stay hip hop, and stay humble. All right? One double zero. Peace.